you come across as a damsel in distress, for almost every guy, once a nice lady comes across as such, the, we become default heroes. So the same hero feeling is the same kind of feeling that makes you fall. And so over time, it moved from the hero feeling to something more romantic. She had a problem. She had help and then she needed someone to talk to. It moved from someone to talk to to someone you can have that cozy little relationship with. It, it felt like I had broken my virginity again. You know, I, I felt very guilty. I felt bad. But, well, somebody would say, if you feel bad and you feel guilty, why didn't you stop? That wasn't the only time it happened. It continued. Okay. Um, because because there, there was this, and as much as it felt some way, it was also fun. You are there, Brian. If you missed the Super Morning Show, you can catch it um, on com. Quickly, what are people talking about, Maps? All right. This whole week, it's been hashtag arrive alive, and the con- conversation continues at Hajj Bar. says, the companies need to lock up the engines to a speed limit. I think... Uh, that will reduce all of this. And Charles Nkasa says, fix our roads, road signs and road markings. At Ahasan Sindin says, drivers must be cautioned. For me, all these things happen because of careless driving. That's it for the midday news for this week. I am MFR Pau. There's more news when you log on to myjoyonline.com. Thanks for your company. Dr. Mensah Bill has living word. But it's not like I'm nosy. Or go out to find out the latest filler. It's just that I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minute of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found out Coco has a new baby. Hmm. Oh, and last week, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So hello. Look who's about to vote with the rich and famous. <laughs> Enjoy even more value with MTN Free After One. You only pay for the first minute of your call on MTN Free After One. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data to browse your favorite sites. Compare where? Compare there. So dial star 315 hash to sign up. We pay for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. There's only one place to set your mood right when it's a Friday night. The Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. All the hot throwbacks, all the hottest tracks, all the live phonies. Everything that's going to make you laugh and put your mood right on a Friday. The Weekend Warmer on Joy 99.7 FM with DJ Black. 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. Slamming and breaking down the hits with DJ Black on the Weekend Warmer. Weekend Warmer. Yes, my people. Yes, Weekend Warmer with DJ Black. On Joy FM. change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Winning strategies, nuggets of wisdom, unforgettable stories, all in one inspirational hour. Springboard your virtual university with Albert and Comfort Okran and guests. Planning is bringing the future into the present. A job is for the salaries, mundane, is survival oriented and there's no passion, but a career has fulfillment, innovation, drive, a growth path is clear and you can build step by step all the way to the top. 
Matriculate at 7 p.m. and graduate at 8 p.m. every Sunday on Joy 99.7 FM and live on Facebook. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and Joy 99.7 FM and proudly sponsored by MTN, Enterprise Group, UMB Bank, and Axis Pension Trust with support from the graphic business. This is the Open House Party. This show is all about the hottest tracks, the latest hits, the freestyles, the amazing guests, the live phone is. It's your number one Saturday night show, the Open House Party, on the number one radio station, 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. with the one and only DJ Black. Hashtag Open House Party on all social media platforms. It's the Open House Party. Here on Joy 99.7 FM. Music is a way of life. Music is a feeling. Music is a language. Music is how I get to express my inner thoughts. The thoughts that I cannot voice out, I put them on a melody, I put them on the beat. So to me, music means expression of my feelings. The fans all over the world are music consumers. In the business aspect of music, the fans are the clients because they are the people you work for. They are the people you make music for. They are people that consume the product that's the music. The vision I see of what my social impact should be is to be able to inspire every young person out there that no matter how young you are, no matter how you look, no matter where you come from, no matter your background, you can still make something out of yourself. Hi guys, my name is Kitty. I'm here for the music, I'm here for the fans, and I'm here for the social impact. This is my power of three. Oh, Lord of mercy. Let's go. Three music awards here for the music. to many around the globe transforming lives into legacies live in word with pastor mensa otterville and now today's word the words we speak are important to our destiny your words will create your destiny There's a story of a man in the Bible, we all know him, Abraham. Abraham is called the father of faith. And uh, God called Abraham to do some very interesting things, one of which was that he was going to have a lot of children. But when God called Abraham, he had no child. And eventually God cut a covenant with him. At the time God started working with him, his name was Abraham. Abram means exalted father. Exalted father, that means more like a respected man. And God cut a covenant with Abraham and called him Abraham. Abraham means father of many nations. So from the day God cut the covenant with Abraham, when people ask Abraham, what's your name? He would say, Abraham, father of many nations. 
When Abraham is talking about himself, you call himself Abraham, father of many nations. Now, what was Abraham doing? He was putting the word of God in his mouth. Now, it doesn't seem ridiculous now because we know the name Abraham as, as a name. And, and so when, when somebody calls himself Abraham, we don't really think about the meaning. But for you to get a clear picture of what it was to Abraham to call himself father of many nations when he had no child, it's like you walking through the streets of Accra and you see a beggar by the roadside asking you for money. And you ask him, what's your name? And he says, Osikeni, or rich man. Now, when that man calls, you say, he's asking you for money, means he's poor. What's your name? Osikeni. Now, your first response is you're going to laugh at him. Because his name is inconsistent with his condition. His name doesn't reflect his reality. His name says he's rich. His reality says he's poor. That's what God did to Abraham. So after God cuts a covenant with Abraham, and Abraham goes back and tells Sarah, guess what? I am now a father of many nations. Sarah probably will look at him and say, What's going on with my husband? You have no child. You are now father of many nations. Then he announces to the whole neighborhood. Ladies and gentlemen. I met God. And from today. This is how you call me. Father of many nations. I can hear the laughter. In the tents of the neighborhood. And for 20, for years. He called himself father of many nations when he had no child. And everybody called him father of many nations when he had no child. And many of the people who called him father of many nations probably called him that making fun of him. But what he was doing was that he was putting the word of God in his mouth. For a moment it looked like a joke. It looked like fun because he's going to go around calling himself father of many nations. Father of many nations. Father of many nations. And no child. But he has said, so we may boldly say. So, when you live here, and you begin to call yourself the way God calls you, get ready, somebody is going to think you tripped. They're going to say you tripped. And you yourself may even think you tripped. And for some of you, it may seem so ridiculous that you will not call yourself that name. Because I can imagine Abraham could have just looked at the name God gave him and said, Oh God, pa, what is this? And decide, I'll just keep my old name, Exalted Father, it's nice. Because this one puts me out for ridicule. But if you're going to believe God for the supernatural, you have to be ready to do something unnatural. If you just want to flow in the normal scheme of things, the normal will happen to you. But if you want the supernatural to happen to you, you're going to step up and you're going to say what God says, although your physical reality contradicts what God says. For he has said, so we may boldly say. So when you leave here telling people, I am overflowing, I am prosperous. Can you imagine you go to office Monday and you tell everybody, I'm overflowing. I am blessed. 
prosperous. And lunchtime, it's time to go and buy lunch. You have no money. And people are going to say, look at you. You are saying prosperous, prosperous, overflow. You can't even buy lunch. Five cities. But that's, that's what Abraham had to deal with. Father of many nations. And everybody's having a child. His servants are having children. His mates are having children. His nephews are having children. Everybody in the neighborhood is having children. People marry nine months, they have children. Some even marry one month, they have a child because they started. <laughs> they did it advance. <laughs> so, I mean, here, here are people just popping up children easily without a prophecy. They are just doing it. And Abraham alone, you meet God. And why can't God do it just now? But he has to wait because God's works are very different. He doesn't work with our cycle of events. He works with a different cycle. And when you believe him and he honors his word, the quality of what he does is supernatural and its effect has a greater destiny. Its effect has a greater destiny. So Abraham is believing God for that which is normal to a lot of people. But he is believing God for it. Everything we believe God for, it is easy for somebody. Everything. If you believe in God for healing, some people have it. People are well. You believe in God for a child, a lot of people have children. You believe in God for money, people have money. They didn't pray. But for you, what is normal to people is a challenge. And for each one of us, we have something before us. Other people find it easy to do it, but for us, it's a difficulty. And it is in that area of difficulty that God steps in. And when he steps in, he's going to give you a word. And when he gives you a word, you have to put that word in your mouth. For he has said, so we may boldly say. So, when God speaks to you, maybe you read your Bible and God spoke to you from the word in your devotion. Or maybe you were just praying and you just sensed something deep inside you and you just knew this is the voice of God. Or maybe you met somebody and he said something to you and the moment the person said it, you just felt that this is of God. That there are times you may be having conversation with somebody and, and you will sense this is God speaking to you. Elizabeth was having a conversation with Mary. But when Mary starts speaking, Elizabeth says, the baby in my tummy jumped. Now Mary didn't go uh, from her hometown to Elizabeth's home saying, I'm going to speak and the baby will jump. It's a normal conversation, but there, there, there is a part of the conversation that resonated even with the baby John the Baptist. And, and, and Elizabeth could tell, this is a visitation from God. There are times you may be talking with somebody. Just normal conversation. And they just make a statement and it just hits you inside. And you just know, God has just given me a word. And sometimes it's a song. You just singing a song or there's a song being sung and, and sometimes in the service a song is being sung and, 
and as the song is being sung, tears are flowing on in your eyes, and and it's just as if God just spoke to you. Even after the song has moved to a second song and a third song, you are still back to that song because that is where God spoke to you. Now, why does God speak to you? Why does God say that? Why do you find a scripture that speaks to you or a word that resonates with your spirit or a song that resonates or a preaching that resonates? God does that so you can say something. You don't receive that word and keep quiet. For he has said... I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we will boldly say, and I like how Hebrews put it, so you will boldly say, not timidly, not going about fearfully and say, well, I don't know, maybe if I say it to my people will laugh at me. So you can boldly say. And some of you from now to the rest of your life, there are some things you will boldly say. You will boldly say. You will boldly say, I am the blessed of God. I am blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. I am the head and not the tail. I prosper. I am the light of my family. I shine in the darkness of my family. I, I, I have abundance and to the overflow. He has said it so we can boldly say it. The word of God in your mouth has the same power as if it came from God's mouth. When you say what he says, it carries the same power as if God has spoken it. So one of the things you're going to learn to do is boldly say what God has said. Boldly say it. Now when you start boldly saying the word of God, it doesn't mean that you just start boldly saying it and then all of a sudden, uh, one minute, everything is okay. Abraham said it for years. For years. Sometimes you keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over. And God knew it would be difficult for Abraham, so he converted his word into a name. So every morning, Sarah would say, Abraham! She's saying the word of God. He goes around and the servants are saying, Mr. Abraham, Mr. Abraham, Mr. Abraham, Mr. Abraham. He's saying the word of God. People ask him, what's your name? I'm Abraham. He's declaring the word of God. In a day, he says the word of God probably a hundred times. Or hears the word of God spoken to him a hundred times. So for all those years of waiting, he never staggered in faith. Because the word was constantly in his mouth, in his ears, and around him. Don't let the word drop from your mouth. Don't. And don't let any word of unbelief proceed out of your mouth. Alright, now look at Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs chapter 12. Verse 13 and 14. Proverbs 12 verse 13 and 14 says, The wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips. But the righteous will come through trouble. A man will be satisfied with good by the fruit of his mouth. And the recompense of a man's hands shall be rendered to him. 
Verse 13, I will read it again. It says, the wicked is ensnared by the transgression of his lips. So, the word ensnared means to be trapped. The wicked is trapped. How, how, how do we fall into traps? By the transgression of his lips. Now what does that mean? Does it mean that lips just changed position in his face? No. When the Bible